You're listening to another episode of the RC After Hours Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Russo. This is actually episode number 85. Buddy, it's cold outside. Uh, messing around in the studio this last couple of days, really paying attention to the video. And I tried something here with the webcam, and I don't think it's going to work because my main screen is there, and I keep moving my head around. Anyhow, uh, minor distraction, which I will figure out. Uh, I've been playing around in the uh youtube studio and working away on some stuff and i'll cover that off um podcast wise i think we're gonna see uh um ali from hangar nine and um and uh uh horizon hobby later on in the week or so he's just got back from this wicked epic road trip and from what i could tell uh from his post it was a pretty long drive so rather than having him uh less than punchy i figured i'd just get in do a podcast today uh because otherwise i would fail at my objective my personal objective of doing at least once or two a month uh and it is the end of january so hey at least i made it uh it has been an absolutely fascinating second half of January and I want to touch into that as well in the show and a bunch of ideas a bunch of review things and going on and uh, you know if you're looking at the stream live there are a couple boxes behind me which I've got to do the unboxing for there's a, there's a little Corsair from Hobby King that uh, that I was part of the uh, the uh, the reveal on so a bunch of things that we're going to cover through in the show and um if you watch the update, well, you probably haven't because it's been really too close. Anyhow, I touched on the fact that I wanted to talk a little bit about, about the YouTube process and some of the technology that I use and try and use and some of the new hiccups I'm discovering as I push harder and harder into this. So uh, let's jump into it. Again, I'm Andre and you're listening to the RC After Hours podcast. And again, this is episode number 85, which is kind of cool and the first one for 2021. So hi. Uh, broadcasting live stream, but I try not to let that uh, distract me too much. But we're going to jump into this. So talking about the podcast, uh, the year started off pretty bumpy. Actually, it ended, you know, the the, the year in review video sort of podcast was probably one of my favorites. And uh, uh, it, uh, it, uh, it actually was a really solid show. I really was happy, and I took a lot of notes from that. Uh, but what I came back with and what I felt was I was missing... Um, a lot of the connectivity, and I and, and that's one thing that I really was pushing on, and had a lot of conversations, and I was almost on the fence of like, does the podcast continue? Because it felt like I was putting out a ton and ton and ton of effort, and we weren't getting far enough. Uh, we, as I say, as a community, we weren't getting that engagement. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of January, everything went crazy and in a positive way. And I'm hoping that I be that I can um, that that we can capitalize. I say I, but I I talk about the podcast as a community because that's it's huge. The people I get to engage with, the people that that talk to me and listen and want. Um, you know, are really positive about their input and everything. Are it's huge. Uh, and uh, good morning, or afternoon, Steve. Uh, he says it was cold outside, seven at, at the moment. Um, it was minus twenty one Celsius, which I think is well minus four Fahrenheit. So yeah, buddy, it's cold outside. I, I thought that was a really funny title and kind of paid tribute to some of the to stuff we're going to talk about as we go on through the show. So, the podcast, um, 
it was it was kind of crazy. Uh, I had a really long, in-depth discussion with Stuart from Hobby King, and then we had uh, uh, <laughs> John Davis, RC After Hours, on a 60-inch television. That's a whole lot of Andre. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks for stoking the ego. That's awesome. Um, uh, I the podcast kind of uh, see. I'm I'm squirreling, and you're gonna have to just put up with it. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, in the middle of January, the conversation started happening. The industry started. You know, I started getting those contacts again, which was really good to talk to. So, um, you know, Ali wants to come on the show and talk about all this Hangar 9 stuff, which is huge because I get a lot of people talking to me going, hey, you don't do enough balsa. Well, buddy RC, balsa. Thank you. Like, like there's a, there's your key in. And that's all because of people from the community uh, for who are podcast listeners kind of tapping on them and, and, you know, TJ saying, yeah, let's go from buddy RC saying, and TJ will be on the show. I've got part of the show notes and I'm going to squirrel like crazy and I do apologize but it's nice to have the energy to, to, to talk about the show and talk about some of the ideas that we can go and and so like I said um, the opportunity to collaborate with Hobby King the discussions and everything and there'll be a lot more and, and part of the guest series and everything so you know Hobby King wants to come on the show again with Stuart once once they actually have a product that they can discuss Stuart can discuss and everything so that's coming we have Ali from Hangar 9, so that's fantastic. And and I'll try and reach into the uh, the Horizon Hobby uh, envelope. And then there was a ton of really other cool comments about some of the smaller stuff, smaller providers. So we have people like Sam from Hangar RC. And stay tuned, the Texan is coming. It is coming. Uh, I we, we basically said, you know, get your development, do everything you need to do. Then we'll, we'll do the uh, the Patreon release and everything, and I'll have a chance to build one up and everything and work through the experience too. Um, so I really am in kind of excited now seeing what's going on. So, and that's, that's put a lot of energy into me because I don't know about the rest of you, but a lot of this COVID situation has really been sucking the will out of me to do stuff. And so part of, part of my own creative end of it was really relooking at my YouTube thing. And, um, and this is where some of the show is going to go into and discussing some of that, the pitfalls of all this stuff. And the podcast doesn't have as many of those pitfalls as I find, but at the same time you you do as a creator um kind of wonder okay input output input output and everything uh and then i have to pull myself back and remind myself it's not just about me there's a community that's standing behind me um i haven't figured out if the podcast needs to be re-engineered and if i have to if the show needs an extra body, uh, I mean, a showrunner would be absolutely phenomenal to engage. But my, my problem is, you know, if I have to coordinate with another, it's been such a long time since I've had to coordinate with another guest, sorry, host, let alone a guest. It's been a while since we've had a guest too. It's all been last couple of shows have just been me rambling. Um, so if I had to bring in another guest and everything, so I needed to test some of this technology and everything uh, and and start pushing a little bit the platform and how I do it so I can bring in multiple voices besides my own into the show. So we'll see how this all maps out. There's a lot of things I have to sit down, do a little bit of engineering, see if I can put multiple guests, like I said, into Skype and see if the software will do it and everything and maintaining the audio quality and, and pushing. Um, so... There you go. Uh, the show 
keeps going. It keeps pumping on and everything. And so uh, it's good news. Uh, I think it's good news. And, and like I said, I look at the guest lists and the guest possibilities, and I have them in my show notes. People like return guests, Joshua Orchard, uh, Ben Harbour, we'll get them back on to discuss some of their projects. And we have Sam from Hangar, Hangar RC uh, who wants to come in and discuss their plans and their growth and the, and the Texan and, and stuff and all their plans for 2021. Um, as I said, Ali uh, from Hangar 9, TJ is going to come in to talk about some of his other stuff. And uh, then Stuart, David from Wings, the Wings Simulator. I want to get him on. He's in Montreal. He's not far from me. Uh, so I want to get him on the show and just keep pushing in. Start exploring. And that was one of the comments in the, uh, the feedback from 2020. Start looking at some of the smaller supplies. So we have Wayne from uh, Aloft Hobbies. Um Who's interested in coming in? Uh, he is a con- he's a. I met him years ago when I did Flight Fest West. <laughs> I think it was California. Yes, it was. Uh, and and just link into all that stuff. Uh, and uh, and air bearers. Yes, air bearers who continue to uh, um, who continue to uh, modify and develop and re look how they're doing. And Nathan says yes. Uh, he got to go hang out with uh, with Wayne at the shop yesterday. Heck, I'll drag Nathan on the show. Uh, you know, if you want to come on, buddy, you're more than welcome to discuss some of the stuff because Nathan, if you look at his social media, has been doing a lot of cool stuff with his laser printer, uh, laser cutter, not printer, uh, and, and finding new niches. And so it's been fun to encourage other people who, while they're encouraging me. So it's it's the community, I think, is doing well despite everything we are looking at. And um, a couple... Um, a couple people were, were questioning why I haven't shot any of my review videos on all these planes. And frankly, we're in a COVID lockdown situation. We've been in the COVID lockdown situation since December 26th. And they keep modifying the restrictions and making them. I'm kind of hopeful come, um, they're supposed to be middle of February, 10th of February. They're supposed to ease them back. Um, so I'm not flying. Uh, I'm flying in the backyard. And... I'll talk about that. I will talk about that. But right now, I'm not doing interviews because by the letter of the law, it's not considered essential. And the flying field here, my local flying field is closed. Uh, and, you know, going to the park with my airplane isn't what I would determine as essential. So you can look at multiple angles of how to determine it. That is my determination on the situation. So I'm not going to risk going to get, you know, I'm not going to risk getting a fine going flying an airplane uh, because, you know, it's not exercise. It's not essential. I don't need to be out. So yeah, I'm not going to harp on that because it is depressing and I'm tired of the COVID blahs. I really am. But, but I did something about it. I've been shoveling in the backyard if you looked at one of the one or two of those rc truck videos it's me experimenting with how to do content differently and, and adapt and change and everything and then i did the update where i flew the uh the 95x i called it the x95 during the entire review but it's the 95x this is a little drone beta flight little 4s thing but it's it's like a giant tiny whoop with a big old cage on it it's perfect for flying in the backyard and skipping past trees and everything um check out that video if you're interested i had a lot of fun doing that and that was me playing around with content um professionally i do video content and everything so when i want to do fun videos i want them to be fun 
and easy to produce. And I've been noticing as I've been going through, and I think the reviews, the flight reviews, I try and do at a higher rate of production, but I'm, I want to, um, I want to keep the other stuff a little bit more lightheaded. So this was me playing around. And if you looked at my social media, if you, if you follow me on Instagram, Andre GT six, um, or if I think if you just search the hashtag blame Andre with an accent, at the uh, the E or even the other one, maybe I've overtaken that one. Um, you'll see I've been having some technology issues, and I've been kind of trying to figure out what I want to do with all that stuff. Um, where is it? I got it here. I've been rocking, and I had to check my notes. I've been rocking this Canon EOS M, which is like, oh, this camera was reduced uh, introduced in 2012. Uh, I've been rocking this thing since 2016, so it's got four plus years of of, of content creation with me good camera but in the last little while i was noticing like wow this this picture is terrible it's grainy there's a lot of noise i'm not happy overall with the look and feel and the sharpness and compared to modern stuff so the last update i actually shot with my iphone and it wasn't bad the skin tone is really wacky inside i don't know what it's doing i managed to correct that in post but still um it was a different workflow and it wasn't too bad the ironic thing is i spent all that time energy and space to make a 4k video just to try it out and it's still prod like like you know 18 hours later and youtube is still chewing on it my specs are correct and all this jazz so i i mentioned earlier in the week i i was questioning the reality of 4k uh, the retro filter someone did. <laughs> yes, yes, it could be. But um, the other half of it is, I, I suspect too, is I recently upgraded my laptop and I think the screen resolution is that much sharper because I looked back at the other old videos and it was like, I mean, this thing, this Canon was a leap above what I was shooting with previously before I upgraded because I was shooting, like you look at some of the early, early YouTube videos I did. Uh, it was really atrocious. <laughs> And so the steps have been there. So now I'm kind of like, you know, and you look outside and the GoPro and the Osmos um, action, the DJI Osmo action outside in that light in 4K, the blue skies, and everything look great. Even the, the, um, the Runcam 2 4K edition did okay. It's obviously got a smaller sensor it's, and that's what it's all about, the sensor size and everything. And I think that's why that, that, canon is suffering in the environment even while i'm throwing studio lighting at it and everything it's just too old so where's this all going well i'm in the middle of looking at other cameras and i could throw up the list and you know i have the mild and i and i said to my facebook or uh, facebook my instagram post i have the mild the wild and we're talking like mild like um the next generation the m50 and then wild is like a panasonic the camera's like $2,400 with a really nice lens. And it's kind of like, ah, oh, do I want to invest that much? And input, output, input, output. So it's been fascinating. And I've had some really awesome conversations on the subject matter. People like Dave Knopp and I, and then Alex Zavada, just discussing YouTube's philosophies. And, and it's um, anybody who doesn't do YouTube will probably find this insightful. If you are on it, you already know. And you get 
sucked into the gear, you get sucked into the style, you get sucked into the analytics, and you're sitting here going, what am I doing wrong? And, and you know, I've got some great friends who've had super success in their channels, and they go and they look at my channel, and it's just kind of ticking along at 3,000 subscribers, and I've been posting videos for a long time. So, okay, fine. My style isn't um, you know, mass consumption style, you know, like I'm not doing those things. So I'm playing around with that, but is it my goal? And I don't think it is my goal. I think I'm just doing videos for the sake of doing videos. I want to do solid reviews. I want to really respect, um, those suppliers who are spending their money to ship planes to me, their costs and everything like Buddy RC, Hobby King, Great Hobbies, all these people who are going to, who are, taking their their you know everybody's got their review budget you know and they're willing to send them to me because sending it into canada obviously is a little extra financial burden so i want to make sure my products that i'm doing are professional now whether they're all super consumable and and, and you know the biggest clicks rates and everything i don't even know um so we'll see um, do we need a GoFundMe uh, for a haircut? Oh, thank you, Adam. You're so nice. <laughs> no, the hair is not getting cut. Actually, I'll, I'll give you guys a little tidbit on that one too. Checked my notes. The last haircut I got was in February last year. So we're approaching one year. Actually, legitimately, the I think the salons are all still closed here in Ontario. So tough luck it's gonna keep going my wife hates it my wife's hate for it. squirrel we're squirreling here um so on the youtube thing i am uh you know and that was part of the the spiral the early january spiral where you're sitting here going you know what am i doing wrong why am i doing it wrong how am i doing it wrong and then it comes back to do i care am i better off doing it my own way and the answer is yeah I'm doing it my way. Um, and that's always been the philosophy of the YouTube channel. And I think a little bit of philosophy of the, the podcast. Um, do what I can to do really solid content. So so in, in the video, I explained that, um, you know, I'm trying to find the mechanisms I need, the gear I need. And that was a really amazing discussion with Dave Knopp about that. Like ha the hacks that I could use, you know, so I have clean audio that the editing is fast and I can get the shots I want and everything. So I shot a lot of it with the Osmos uh, and, and the audio wasn't bad. I still have my clip mic, but I had to synchronize everything and, and just it's like, come on faster 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 and the better and the faster i can do i'm offering to send some clippers john davis <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> you're my friends i will allow the mockery it's it's all good um uh but no my hair's not getting cut it looks freaking awesome actually no it's starting to look a little ratty and everything so whatever um so on the youtube stuff i'm going to continue to produce content i'll continue to play with it and everything and we'll see how it goes don't know where I'm going with this camera yet. Um, it is a priority because I looked at the videos and I don't want to actually shoot any more. Whoops. Oh, I whacked the, uh, the mount. I don't actually want to shoot any more videos with the Canon because the quality bugged me so much that I actually... Um, it didn't, <laughs> the quality bugged me so much that I didn't actually want to do any more videos. So I started fiddling around and everything. And so the iPhone worked, but... The process is cumbersome. Actually, the files are so big you can't airdrop it. You've got to actually plug the thing into your computer, download the video, and there's always, 
hiccups there, right? So um, I tried the action cams. The action cams are okay, but um, the um, they're not designed for that kind of work. Like they're 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 good cutaway cameras and stuff like that. They don't like the exposures with the lighting and everything. So it's not the ideal situation. So I'm going to go into a camera eventually and pick something up. So <laughs> so. There you go. Uh, if you want more in-depth drilling into YouTube and everything, by all means, um, tag me on it. Tell me what you guys think, and I can talk a little bit further on it because I'm learning a lot from it too, and it's been it's been interesting. Um, the channel saw some decent growth actually this week because Hobby King. Um, they asked me to do a technical update on the the, the, the little Corsair, the, the flight controller. A little stabilizer had an issue. And so I went through really quick and shot an updated video. Like the packaging was done and I actually went back and reshot it all. So it was kind of funny because the plane, I had the plane in December and I was going to go fly it. And then they were like, don't fly it. The, the, the controller is all wacky. And I'm like, all right, I'll wait. And then boom, we get locked down and everything because it was right around Christmas that they shut everything down. And so I was like, darn it, I can't even go and fly this aircraft. Anyhow, really quickly shot that. And they were like, this is fantastic. So, and then the studio has been coming along. There's a nice monitor beside me that my parents were retiring uh, and, and changing. So I put that up and everybody digs that. And it's kind of cool. So whenever I do a product review, throw the company's ID up on the monitor. Pow, nice little little reinforcement in the background. Um, I would have used it here, but it's too high. So and maybe I'm going to reconfigure how I do this, but it's been you know all part of this whole package of me redoing how I do the content and looking at how I do the content in this environment. So it's, uh, I'm just reading some of the, 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 the hair comments, like seriously guys, like we got better things to discuss, right? <laughs> Minus five, no wind and flying. Oh yeah, I do want to go flying. I miss it actually. So like I said, getting out into the backyard, doing the truck stuff, um, was good. And that was me figuring out how I'm going and figure out how to change the video and, and, and some of those discussions about the YouTube content. More conversation was the thing I heard. People wanted to know and wanted to hear me talking. And I'm like, that's crazy, but okay, I can talk. So those things are coming up. Um, <laughs> so, so <laughs> guys are not helping me keep my frame of mind here <laughs> it's awesome there's 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 a ton of hair chat covid hair chat in the in in the chat so um uh, i'll put that up there so everybody can read and giggle on the video um uh, so so I started really refocusing on how to do some of the YouTube video and the content just on those comments. So a little bit more conversation, a little bit, um, a little bit more instructional. And that was another comment that someone made when they were looking at one of my videos going, if, if I spun and I gave a little bit more directional attention to, um, how a new flyer, a new pilot is going to react to this thing. So, um, yeah. Uh, actually, okay. Jumping back into the chat, one of the interesting drone lord um, is the hobby still having problems with things coming out of China. I mean, other than uh, DJI uh, for their political uh, or their technology issues, 
There have been, and we'll jump back into the YouTube stuff, but I want to hop on that topic because it's a good one. There have been suppliers like Dynam and other suppliers telling me that they're having issues with cargo containers. Um, and actually, uh, hey, next week is Chinese New Year. So if, if, if your order isn't out and gone, forget it. I know here in Canada, stuff is coming in and it's coming in really slowly because Canada Post and even like uh, the, the Border Security, CBSA, they're really controlling the input fa uh, uh, warehouses, everything to keep the COVID issues down. Um, because they're obviously having, they're running up against that wall. So yes, collectively, there are issues across the board, US, Canada, anything, uh, probably stuff into Europe, um, because they're really having people power uh, problems where they just, you know, trying to keep everybody safe, trying to be mindful of it. So I think one of the things, one of the, 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 things I have um, taken away from my 2020 experience is that everything will be, everything is still happening, but pull back, lower your expectations. It will happen. Just, it won't happen as fast. And that's fine. There's nothing not, there's nothing bad about that. There's nothing wrong with that. So, um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think if everybody just is, stays relaxed, calms, breathes, does their, um, you know, their yoga exercises or whatever. And hmm, <laughs> I think we can make it through. Um, and that's my positive output message, I guess. So, all right, where was I? YouTube. Yes. So, um, because I can't get out to the fields, don't know when I'm going to get out to the fields. I've really started thinking about how I can do things different. So that's where all of a sudden, um, the quads are coming back into my life. Um, you can thank Captain Drone for this little baby. Um, you know, with everybody going digital, if you're still an analog person, which I, I haven't gone digital yet, no uh, DJI HD in my inventory yet. Uh, but if you're an analog guy, everybody's selling off their digital stuff. Uh, not sorry, they're 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 jumping over to their digital stuff. And um, I picked this thing up for a scream. Ordered some batteries from Great Hobbies, and uh, we'll be flying for us. It flew great on 3s. It flew with a run cam on it and everything. And I was having a hoot. Now, what did I learn? I have to do that coding right away. Um, it stopped flying after it got too much snow and got wet. And so I had to stop actually flying the, uh, the quad because I had to let it dry out. Actually, it wouldn't boot up. It kind of freaked me out because I was like, oh my God, I got no EFE. Uh, the transmitter isn't working and it just got wet and was like, nope, not booting up. So I put that thing away and, um, yeah, analog, long live analog, says Alex. And I think you're right. Um, if I have the opportunity to jump digital, oh yeah, I will because I want to know. I want to experience. I've only flown on the, the old um, DJI goggles with the Air and that was with uh, the boys back at Flight Test uh, a long time ago at this point. Um, if I can do it, I will. Uh, if not, um, I think I'm investing in, in, in a good camera, right? Because that's going to do more for me as far as a content creator, a good camera, because I can fly just as good on analog. Okay, I'm not getting the really good recording, but if I go and I buy a naked cam or I use my 1080 cam that I that I stripped down or just the, uh, the run cam on anything, I mean, I literally strapped it to the top of the battery and I went flying and you guys got content, right? That's how you saw, you know, the backyard. I was super leery about shooting in the backyard and I said, well, people have seen this before. You go back, look at some of the old videos and I'm like, oh, well, whatever. I can go shooting. And so 
you know, cut the track there the other weekend for the trucks and uh, broke another truck and ugh, and just but had fun doing and shooting and exploring and in the quads. Uh, so as soon as I seal this guy up, as soon as I build up the other one, go around with the clippers and snip, 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 because <laughs> um, the uh, the trees kept snagging me out of the air, which is no good. Uh, flown uh, Smack FPV says he's flown both analog and FPV uh, in digital and analog, and yeah, it is a completely different level. I'm kind of wondering. <laughs> Mama says, Alex. Mama says digital is still the devil. Oh no 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 no, my friend. Oh my goodness. I think it's one of those definite one of those things. Once you start down that path, you are so doomed. And um, but the systems are going to get cheaper. Hopefully the hobby uh, hobby king the uh, the flight the flight test. Ooh, hopefully the fat shark technology catches on too because I think they can do it a little tiny better as far as smaller. Uh, because you know the way their boards are and everything because but all this stuff is going to get smaller you're going to get more people to fly you're going to get better views and everything so fingers crossed i really do hope that uh, along the way the stuff becomes more accessible less costly and everything and and if they do it right even if you drop the power down and do a little frequency skipping and stuff like this um (laughs) drink the kool-aid drink the kool-aid it is, um, but I agree. I've 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 seen the videos. I've seen the outputs and everything, and just the clarity. And it's just that experience. And you know that's why we fly the FPV ships. I think like you get to see something different, or you fly your little mini and stuff like that. But the fact that they're able to load something like this with a digital system and keep it under two hundred fifty. I have the Explorer, which I haven't even flown yet, because. I was worried about getting it into the snow. This one was a lot less to uh, to acquire than my Explorer. But um, you know, I'm going to strip this guy down real quickly, uh, very shortly, and I'm going to put that coating onto it. I've been warned to do it in the garage or outside because it's, oof. Um, yeah. Uh, I've been happy with the quads again. It's kind of fun to rediscover. It's kind of nice to see how stable and how progressed the technology has come along. And I'll keep shooting fun little videos and get better at it get back into the groove because i laughed about halfway through the first pack i started going okay where's the gaps where are the gaps and if you watch that video um you'll see i've got plans for that area and i think this is why something like you know these these polycarbonated um reinforced basically they're tiny whoops they're giant tiny whoops um anything with the the with the cages on them to protect the props and everything, you can brush up against a tree and you're not going to fall out of the sky now. So a little bit more durability, a little bit more, you know, punch it through a hole and have a little bit of fun. So going to fly this on 3S, 4S in the backyard and giggle away. And then as uh, restrictions are reduced, I'll get out some of the other stuff and just go and just explore and enjoy. And all in the sub-250 gram class, um, which I'm still, call me crazy, Sub 250, I think, is going to explode this year for exactly what we're talking about today. Just, you know, people going to the parks real quick, going to go to a quick flight. It's sub 250. I don't have to go to my flying field. I don't have to worry about registering and all this stuff because, uh, you know, there's there's all the, the, the new regulations from the FAA with the transponders and everything. Sub 50, unless they go and change the rules, right? But it's been so amazing to see the technology just, oh, yeah hold my beer kind of scenario, watch this. And, you know, we're getting down where 
We're getting the runtime. We're getting the performance. We got GPS. We got you know fail safes. We got alarms. All this stuff, and you know it's okay. And and sub two hundred dollars. I think I saw Joshua Bardwell talking about one of the the you know really nice drones, and it was like sub two hundred dollars, right? Uh, what kind of flight times am I getting, Alex? Asks out of this little guy. I think realistically i was well i was flying on a 3s 800 but i have 450s which i think will give me about five minutes at all like your mileage will vary based on how you fly right i mean if you're punching the throttles and pushing out and everything really ringing it out obviously you're not going to see a huge amount of flight time but i was just cruising around the backyard just getting used to this machine horizon mode um uh, air mode and stuff like that and it didn't really uh didn't hurt it other than getting snow into it because I kept clipping this one particular tree and just dumping it into the snow banks. Oh, well, watch the video. It's funny. It's a good six minutes of me goofing around and just getting used to a new product, right? So, and, you know, let me know what you think. If you watch that YouTube, leave a comment. Tell me uh, tell me what you guys think and, and, and just where to go with it. So, um, okay, so I've talked away about all the, the ideas and various uh, strategies and everything for YouTube. Let's get back into the crutch of the crux of, uh, of this channel, and that is talking about airplanes. Um, so sitting behind me, uh, where is the uh, where's the browser stuff? Ah, we're going to jump right to the big dogs. Uh, main screen, full screen. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I opened the box really quickly, and i got to do the full unboxing. I'll probably at this point do it tomorrow monday um omp bighorn 49 inch pro flat version aircraft balsa you guys kept saying andre you got to do more balsa we want to hear more about balsa 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 boom um literally when tj messaged me that he was sending the stuff that they'd finally got everything sorted out and they were sending this stuff to me I, I basically let them know that I had been on a personal, I, I was on the edge of my, okay, what do I do? What am I doing wrong for this podcast, right? So, um, you know, and, and so it's it's it was really nice. It was a really big push to the day. So mine's a green one. I love it. It looks so cool. It's sitting in behind my head, but it's on the screen. So for you guys listening because it is an audio podcast. I'll run through the, some of these specs. Do they have the specs on their page? They do, they do, they do. Um, I'm going to be flying mine with a FR Sky receiver, but they're, they're plug and play. So, you know, you just need to, uh, depending on the version you get, um, you do have to spec up some of it, but I have a uh, plug and play. So what's on board? Uh, do, 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 do. Let me look and try and find the specs real quick for you guys so I can at least give you some of the information. So it flies on a 3S. It's a 49-inch, balsa built up. Um, mine is in the uh, signature color of oh, green, white, and blue. Looks amazing. It's an aura cover uh, aura cover film. Uh, it came with a bunch of nice decals, which I will slather all over that airplane, as I said in the other video. Um and just you know, pay respect to to the fact that these guys, that, that Buddy RC and and OMP are actually putting a little bit of energy, putting putting themselves out and sending this product to the podcast. It's huge. I mean, I I don't even know what the shipping was from Ohio or wherever it came from to me. Uh, don't have 
specs, unfortunately, on this page. I don't see them. So 40 amp ESC. So it says recommended parts for the ARF. Anyhow, it's a Sunny Sky 2820 1100 kV motor, 40 amp ESC, 12 by 6.5 prop, um, six servos. Uh, they recommend the 17 gram nylon, uh, not nylon, digital digital metal gear which makes sense if you're really pushing the airplane yeah nylon's not going to do it um but it looks fantastic in these color schemes so i'm really excited about this one and you know the podcast over the years we've gone on just how important having a high wing airplane is and if this thing flies as well as i think it's going to fly i may uh i may actually be finally releasing you know some of my other high wing planes just because well i'm going to have to make room in the environment um if anybody's watched my social media you know my wife's rule for every new plane that comes in i got to get rid of two two and so this is this is going to take a little bit of effort because I'm actually whittling the fleet down and, and that just happens over time, but I'm actually, you know, running into difficulties of getting what's next. You know, what do I, what am I comfortable getting rid of? Um, so I'm really excited to fly this one. Again, I'm going to put an FR Sky. I'm probably going to run my higher punch 3S to 2200s. Kind of surprised me that it's a 3S airplane. I would have expected this thing to be on 4S, but um, I'll have to do a little bit more reading because this thing on 4S would be an absolute riot. If I'm, uh, Am I right? Am I right? Okay. The next one from Buddy RC, and all the uh, links will be in the video uh, and in the podcast release. Uh, so if you want to check there, they are affiliate links. Um, show your love. Show your you know. Click on them. Whatever. Show you know these guys that that you guys are following and supporting the podcast. Numbers mean everything to the to everybody, right? So uh, do me a favor. Click on stuff, and you know. All right, the Challenger. Now, the. the 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 Bighorn 49 inch is a you know it's a proper size aircraft so if you're a little bit space challenged uh, I think the Challenger is a good alternative um, it is not as big it still flies on a 3s 2200 um, but the wingspan is actually I take that back it is a 49 inch wingspan as well so it's just a slightly different style aircraft which is kind of cool so the one that I got is the red one which is what's showing in the pictures if you're watching um, it looks really cool and you can actually get they've got a red one and they got a blue one I really do dig the red one um, and it's it's kind of got a little bit of a stick look to it so um, Really looking forward to it. Oh, by the way, price-wise, um, the Challenger is two hundred dollars, and the Bighorn is two eighty US. So still pretty darn respectable for a plug-and-play. And they basically pitch these series as um, budget-friendly plug-and-play balsa, which is, I think, a first for 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 the industry as far as availability. And I, I just really like the fact that they. Um, they're doing something a little different. I mean, the planes look phenomenal. I can't wait to assemble them. I don't think the assembly process is going to be hard, big, and a lot of effort. So we'll find out really quickly. Again, uh, they're saying 3S2200, six-channel receiver. Uh, so this is basically your basic four-channel airplane. Um, which looks really good, rudder elevator. Um, maybe I'll split the uh, the ailerons on this one so I can do a little bit of, uh, you know, flapper on kind of style or stuff like that. So pretty cool. Um, 
looking forward to flying these stay tuned we'll be doing a i'll do two videos actually for each one one each full proper uh unboxings but again huge shout out to uh to buddy rc and omp for supporting the podcast in this way it's pretty big um affiliate links everywhere and and I've checked my notes, but uh, Buddy RC recently came back too and also said they will do a uh, discount, uh, 10% discount for the RC After Hours channel. So if you go to theirs and use the code word RC After Hours, all lowercase, one uh, one word, 10% off um, your purchases. So uh, how much assembly required? Well, it's a good question, Smack, uh, Smack FPV. Um, it looked pretty simple. Um Stay tuned. I will let you know. You can watch the video when it comes out. I'm probably going to do it. If I don't do them tonight, I'll do them tomorrow um, because uh, it's just, uh, it's, uh, if you look over the window, it's decent outside, good enough to go for a walk and everything. Want to spend some time with the family. So, yeah. But again, huge shout out. Thanks, guys. That's awesome. Um, okay. I was talking about that beta FPV, um, the ship. Um, throw that up there real real quick on it spec wise now they're actually already on to v3 of this thing uh and i think v3 they they it's basically like you know firm uh flight controller small little tweaks uh it was funny because i was like oh look they put a little foam bumper on it and i didn't realize it was just a little layer of foam that they just tape on it's taped foam it's more for indoors so i'm not worried about that i flew the thing inside once and said oh it's too much it's too big in here so um spec wise I'll, I'll flip the specs on this thing really quick uh 1106 motors 4500 kv f405 board um they fly it uses some gem fams d63 three bladed props um it does have a little it does support the uh, naked cam and all that one day when i can afford one i'll look at either a naked or, uh, or insta 360 go um but Ooh, mucho dinero, eh? For for such a tiny little camera, uh, that's the digital. They're all pretty well the same. Uh, they spec out. They recommend a 4s 450, uh, but this thing flew just fine on the 3s. So if you don't want to go 4s, it will work. Something like this works just fine. Just be aware that your punch outs. And I think that's where where you're going to be really oof. Um, ways. The weight, and that's the big thing. Without the battery, I think 99 grams loaded up. I think it was I was well under sub 250, so that's pretty cool. Uh, your receiver is your flavor of choice. The only real thing you'll see in the video is I wasn't in love with that EOS V2 camera. The colors were weird. Looked good on uh, Captain Drone's video in the summer. I think it was the snow, and so I had to tweak it and post everything. And so I'm gonna fiddle around with that, try and eke a little bit more resolution out of it. Oh, oh flight times. Here you go. 3.5 minutes on a 450 4S75 in smooth flight uh, in uh, windless conditions. <laughs> so there you go. There's the flight answer. Um, and they recommend a 4S 450. Oof. There you go. Cool little ship. I'm I'm thrilled that I was able to get my hands on it. Um, all right. Next one. There's the Hobby King aircraft again. Uh, affiliate link in there. Just tracking. Show some love. <laughs> it's all about you know encouraging these guys. And but from the conversation I had with Hobby King earlier in the week, we're in good hands. I think we're going to be having a long, really nice uh, uh, event. 
uh, it's just nice to have that conversation. It's nice to know that they are aware and they're willing to support the podcast and, and all the efforts that the, and energy that, that I put into stuff like this. So fun little airplane. Uh, let's see from global. They've only got five left on the H King Corsair, the 750. This is the, by the way, the fourth, someone corrected me in the video. I said it was the third plane in the series. It is the fourth. There was the, um, uh, the, the Raider, then the Mustang, and then the um, uh, Hawker, and then the Corsair. So, meh, I made a mistake. It happens. You know, five left global at the, from the global warehouse, and in the U.S., I don't think, uh, in the U.S. market, the, out of the U.S. warehouse, they still have it. Fun aircraft. I can't wait to go flying with it. Um, I really do hope I can get out there. I may even, like you saw, in the, if you follow the Facebook um for the flag podcast, I threw, I was, I was talking about throwing skis onto this thing and maybe I will, we'll see. I think it could take the weight. I think there's enough thrust and everything. Um, the big thing I'm waiting on is spare props. They don't have any stock yet of spare props. Um, so as soon as that comes in, I will, because it would suck to have this aircraft grounded before I get to go flying. Uh, I like how they started to put uh, the numbers left. <laughs> Brian Chambers says, I like how they put the numbers in. Oh, yeah, you get there and go, ooh. And I don't know if they're going to continue making uh, more 750 millimeter aircraft. As I said in my video, you know what I like about these airplanes, the smaller ones? Okay, they're not under 250 grams, but they're easy to store. They're easy, you know, they're they're akin to UMX, but once you put the gear on, you can't fit them back in the box. Well, you can't fit them back on the box once you build the, um, once you put the uh, the top on the, the the you know the vertical stab and everything. So, oh well, but they don't take up a lot of space. And you know the mini aircraft, you know it's it's like the the mini flight test planes. You know just you know, just put them somewhere they can stack and you can take a bunch out to the field. The batteries are a little cheaper, so they're easy to feed. They're easy to take care of can't wait to go flying with this one you know it's been it's been too long and so i'm i'm looking forward to going um part of the positive news too was um i was posting something i think i was talking about my sonic wing uh which i haven't even finished because well i mean if i have to wait to go flying i'll finish it when i have a chance um and i get a message from gary from great hobbies and I was like, hey, man. And so I don't know if this is going to happen yet, but he said they are now, they're selling Sonic and uh, Zahad, uh, Zahad, Z-O-A-H-D. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. Same manufacturer. I had no idea. I was like, okay, cool. And he says, are you interested? You know, and I like, what would you be interested in? And I'm like, well, sub 250. So uh, I put a proposal together. We'll see if the Dart sub 250 happens. I figured... Looking at stuff, and that was also another interesting conversation with other suppliers, talking about what interests you guys. You know, um, it's I, it, everything interests me, but it's more what is the community going to want to see and listen to everything. So I said, yeah, a little sub-250 that you can throw easy and stuff, so forth. It's got a little bit of stabilization. They even sell a GPS package, so you get like you know basically it's all it's like iNav, their version of a, their 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 run on iNav or whatever, but it has a return to home feature. So I'm like that's kind of cool. So stay tuned. If that happens, awesome. We'll have a we'll have great hobbies supporting the podcast. Well, they have always supported me in the podcast. Um, their stickers are all over the place around here, um, and so if that happens, super awesome. All right, next one, next one in the house. Um, Boom, 
the Texan. Again, as I mentioned, uh, there is a discount code as well uh, from uh, Hangar RC, and the Texan is coming. Uh, it is coming. Uh, am I calling it a Texan or a Harvard? Again, Sam uh, apologized for the delay. There were some technical technical issues that, that he was all... Uh, the poor guy had an evil week. We were, we were both commiserating at just how crazy the, the week had been. Again, if you're a podcast uh, a Patreon supporter and your name is on the list when we go and do the draw, woof, you might win one. Awesome, eh? Um, so there are a bunch of different color schemes for this aircraft coming out and everything. Uh, I think it runs on a 3S package as well. I don't remember what the tech was behind it we'll know soon enough but really looking forward to this i think there's going to be a special rc after hours livery as well hey like you know got that wicked logo so there you go um that's that's uh, you know super awesome huge shout out can't wait to get sam on the show and everything and um, apologize for the delays for that but i wanted to make sure you dude's on a whole other level when it comes to this this industry and trying to do stuff and i know what his mission plans and objectives are so any kind of energy i can put to him that's so cool uh hey andre uh how much room uh is there for a 3s 850 in the corsair a question from shady um it's behind me so where is the battery i don't have a battery here um as i explained in that last update on the corsair right there it's it depends on if your battery is how fat it is versus long. Because um, someone else said they were getting a, they were getting an 800, but they were getting their 800s were slimmer. There's this little ridge of foam to help the structure behind, just behind the um, the firewall where the hatch comes off, and I just had to trim that away. And once that was trimmed away, I could get my 800 in there just fine and hit the CG really nicely. And I even changed my that the JST connector out for an XT30. So the question is, uh, so so Shady, to answer your question, don't know. Uh, it depends on your battery, but uh, actually, hold on. You're in luck. I won't get my caliper out, but I'll get a ruler, and I can tell you that my 3S, these are the triple, these are just 20, uh, 20C batteries. It's about an inch wide, my battery, and, and about three quarters of an inch tall, and... You know, I've got my Velcro in there. So, and that fits in there without using the Velcro. It's kind of smushed in there and locked. So, if you have to trim away a little bit of foam, it's not too hard. You get a really long X-Acto knife and just hack it away. And, you know, you kind of have to be careful. You don't crush it or anything, but the airplane seemed pretty structure-wise. There, just get rid of that ruler. Structure-wise, it looked pretty darn good. Uh, so, thanks for that question. Oh. Right. Where was I? Uh, we were talking away. I haven't reviewed the Banggood. Sorry, I did the unboxing for that Banggood P51, the little 1S. Um, again, it's in the queue to be flown. So everything's in the queue to be flown. So when I am allowed to go, boy, it's going to be like bang, uh, rapid fire on that. Slap the camera on board. Put the camera on my head. Put a camera on the ground. Go. Fly one or two packs and just get them done. Do them well. And then we go from there, right? And do do the thoughts and theories and everything back here in the in the studio just to just to limit the time outside because last uh, the last thing I heard was they were probably going to recommend wearing masks outside outside all the time so I'll look like uh, you know uh, Darth Vader I don't know I got a black mask it's kind of cool 
All right. Where was I? Uh, yes. Uh, so, yeah, talking about that uh, for, from Sam and, and uh, Hangar RC, the Patreons, awesome. Uh, if you want to become a patron, it's pretty easy, pretty simple. I think I still owe stickers to people. Um, I have to go check that. <laughs> been bad, been neglectful, but, uh, yeah, it's been really cool having you guys and talking to, uh, you know, the ones who do feed do like fire and feedback and everything. So like I said, RC after hours podcast at gmail.com, pretty simple, or you can message me through any of the social turn, uh, social media devices and everything. So if you need to get a, nut, a shot to me, uh, and if you're looking for, swag yeah it's uh spread shop uh shop dot spread shop uh spread shirt i gotta speak english now shop dot spread shirt dot com slash rc after hours for all your uh, various merch uh love these t-shirts i love how that new logo came out it really put the show together nicely where's that camera view bang ah, let's go with the chat view okay so I'm just covering off all my notes for this podcast, and uh, looks like we've uh, we're we're approaching fifty odd minutes of podcasting, so that's pretty good. Uh, guess I'll be using okay back on the batteries for the for the plane. I'll be using my nine fifty two S Grab Fiends. Stuart said it flew really nice on the nine uh, on two S. It's more of a scale feel, so I guess yeah. As long as you watch how you're you're putting the power through and everything, um, you'll definitely. Uh, You'll definitely want to watch your dives, obviously, so you you know don't have the rush. But he said it flew great on 2S and flew great without the stabilizer too, which I believe him. So it looked like a pretty balanced aircraft. When I fly mine, I will fly it with the stabilizer, uh, the the Hobby King uh, Corsair, and then I'll probably remove it or try without. Um, and the reason I want to do that is because then I can put the receiver where the stabilizer was, and you have even more room in that bay to load. Because right now, where the receiver's stuck, it's jammed in there. It's right over top the rear control surfaces. So I'm just going through my notes and seeing if I've missed anything uh, before we wrap up this podcast. Uh, I think I got it all. So, oh, well, it's been a absolute fantastic uh, morning to chat with you guys, afternoon to chat with everybody. Again, um, hit those, uh, you know, hit all the social media, write in your feedback. If you're a subscriber through any kind of your podcast apps and everything, and you can do reviews, fire that through. It makes a difference. It puts, it elevates the podcast and everything. And again, super thank you. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the encouragement. Um, and I mean, and keep those manufacturers honest. Um, support them if you can. Support your local hobbies, your stores, and everything. Um, and uh, again, thanks for putting out all those comments and everything to all the various suppliers encouraging them to be part of this crazy crazy little podcast of ours um it's been um it's been really interesting the last month and i said uh it uh it's uh, <laughs> it really put some fuel into my and fire into me to uh really push hard again so that's been awesome okay my name is Andre. You've been listening to the RC After Hours podcast, episode number 85, titled, Buddy, It's Cold Outside. Everybody have a great afternoon, and we'll, uh, we'll have a good chat. Uh, and uh, Fly safe. Have fun. Thanks. Bye. Bye.